Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. A mother and daughter trapped as floodwaters rise around them. They were both shivering and screaming like crazy. I was just like, I need to go get who's ever in the car. We are seeing an unprecedented flood across many parts of the state of Colorado. A race against time to evacuate. It was the closest thing to combat that I had seen since service in Iraq or Afghanistan. And a small town in the Rockies faces obliteration. I remember saying, please don't forget us. I know we are so small, just don't forget us. Jamestown, Colorado, a community of about 250 people, 45 miles northwest of Denver that sits on the front range of the Rocky Mountains. The gold from its mines has long since been hauled away. What's left is a town so small, the mayor is a volunteer position. In 2013, that volunteer is Tara Schettinger, an IT executive with the famous Vail Ski Resort. Years ago, I was looking out over the town square and I said, one day I'm gonna be the mayor of this town. And I don't know, over time it just happened. I think people love Jamestown because it is a mix of all walks of life. We have everybody from contractors, tech industry, medical industry, lots of educators. It's a super close-knit community. One of Tara's closest friends is 72-year-old Joey Howlett the longtime proprietor of Jamestown's only bar and restaurant, the Mercantile, or the Merc for short. I remember when I first came to town, I went to the Merc and sat down, and he just pulled up a chair and sat down next to me at my table, and then started telling me all about the town. Known as the town patriarch, Joey stages live music at the Merc and joins right in. And when it comes to mountain weather, there's something everyone in Jamestown can agree upon, including Tara's neighbor, Nancy Farmer. It's unpredictable. You know, it varies from year to year. There are times when we get snowed in, we get some pretty intense wind sometimes. And in early September 2013, the last days of summer have brought no relief from a sweltering heat wave. Oh, it was extremely abnormal. We'd been in a drought cycle and everyone was terrified about fire because, you know, we get wildfires here. When Jamestown finally gets some rain, residents breathe a huge sigh of relief. It was a hallelujah, here comes the rain. We were so excited. I was talking with my father and said, oh, it's just raining cats and dogs here. And he said, oh. And I said, no, here in the high desert, we love that. <laughs> and he said, be careful what you wish for. 
A cold front has come into the front range. The mountains are a big lifting source. That very moist air comes in and then gets pushed up the mountain slopes. 40 miles south of Jamestown sits the city of Lakewood. Without warning, the sky darkens and a sheet of hail blankets the area. Contractor Merle Cordova is on his way to check on a customer's sprinkler system. That was the most deafening thing I've ever heard. My truck was either gonna fly away or break apart. It was just a complete blizzard whiteout of hail. Just a freight train right on top of your head. The hail is coming down in such volume that it clogs a storm drain. A freezing mixture of hail and rainwater starts to flood the streets. When Merle turns his truck into a suburban neighborhood, he sees a car stalled in the storm and a woman and a girl in serious trouble. The woman was in a tank top and shorts, and I think her daughter was in the same thing. It was summertime. They were not prepared for icy water. They were both shivering and kind of screaming like crazy. As the water rapidly rises around their car, the woman, Stephanie Liddick, and her six-year-old daughter, McKenna, are pleading for help. I don't remember thinking out the situation. I was just like, I need to go get who's ever in the car. In nearby Boulder County, Mike Chard, the director of emergency management, is glad at first to see some rainfall, but not for long. People were somewhat jovial, intertubing down flooded pedestrian tunnels and things like that. Boulder County just happened to be the bullseye of this massive storm system that really hit the whole front range. And over that period of time, it was, you know, one part of the county start flooding, then it would clear up, then it'd start flooding again. If you just drop this in here, you can see. A Weather Channel reporter uses a beach ball to demonstrate how fast the water is moving. Look at how fast that's going down there, and it is gone, and all of the debris that's flying through here. Back in Jamestown, Nancy Farmer nervously eyes the earth around her. When the soil gets soaked to a certain point, it liquefies. And that's what happens that causes the mudslide. The dirt moves like fast from water. It happens in an instant. We were all getting nervous. We could hear boulders rolling in the creek. We knew the water was rising. So I think everybody was pretty much preparing for a flood. At 11.30 p.m. on Wednesday, September 11th, 2013, Mayor Tara is getting ready for bed when she hears a roar over the sound of the pounding rain. My husband went running out the door to go see. He said, there goes the gulch. And within seconds, he came back and he said, Joey's house collapsed, call 911. Raging floodwaters have turned the ravine behind Joey Howlett's house known as Howlett's Gulch into a moving wall of mud. I called 911 and she asked me to put the phone down and go out so I could tell her what I saw. And you could hardly see anything. There's no street lights in that area. It was just so pitch black. Tara sees Joey's roommate outside and the two of them head into the damaged house to search for Joey. It was so dark, couldn't see the extent of any damage. I had no idea that the whole back of the house collapsed. 
In Colorado Springs, Lieutenant Colonel Mitch Utterback of the National Guard is asleep at his home. I received a call at 1.34 a.m. from a Boulder County Sheriff's deputy. He said, it's really bad up here. I think we're probably going to be needing the National Guard as early as tomorrow. Just like combat, troops in contact with the enemy, you don't quite know what's going on at the beginning or where it's coming from. And emergency management in the very early phases of a disaster is very much like that. It was the people that lived up a mountainous road that had been cut by a flooded river that really needed the help. And there's no time to lose, especially for tiny Jamestown. Four melted the Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Lakewood, Colorado, eight miles southwest of Denver, September 2013. Merle Cordova is approaching a mother and daughter trapped on the hood of their car in a deluge of rain and hail. He exits his truck and begins wading through the frigid water. I can remember dropping down and it was about probably to the middle of my stomach, maybe about four, four and a half feet. Uh, it was ice cold because it was mostly hail. Merle realizes the danger, but is acting on pure instinct. 
Most people probably say that's what you don't do, right? You don't jump in after people in water. I mean, that's how the other people get lost. I'm a bigger guy, luckily. I didn't feel like I was gonna get swept away, or at least I wasn't even thinking that for one second. That whole time, I was just kind of locked onto them. Merle reaches Stephanie Liddick and her six-year-old daughter, McKenna. She knew why I was coming there, and she knew what she was gonna do, is give her daughter to me first, and she was second. I think she accepted that. 40 miles northwest, in tiny Jamestown, the mayor is dealing with the kind of disaster she never anticipated. It was a volunteer gig. I'd been on the town board and watched the previous mayor. It was barking dogs and, uh, yeah, that was like the biggest problem we had before that. Now she's climbing into a house just hit by a huge mudslide. She believes her close friend, Joey Howlett, is trapped inside. I had no idea how dangerous it might be to go into the house. And I, I mean, at that point, you're just running on adrenaline. Working their way in the dark, she and Joey's roommate reach the door of Joey's bedroom. But they can't get in. It seems to be blocked by a wall of mud on the other side. I just prayed that he was okay and, and alive. I remember feeling the hair standing on the back of my neck of like, this is probably not smart to be right here. Fearing the worst, Tara retreats from Joey's house. Her next step is to call the 911 center and find a way to warn everyone about the danger of more mudslides. I said, I wanna reverse 911 because maybe there's gonna be other parts that are gonna slide. He said, what's your badge number, ma'am? And I said, I don't have a badge number. And he goes, well, I need to speak to somebody on the fire department. And I said, I'm the mayor. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Tara is assured that rescue workers will be dispatched soon. Four mile division has acquired a swift unit. What we didn't know at the time was that the canyon was washed out above and below. We had other landslides all throughout the county at that point. There are few roads out of Jamestown, and now those roads are starting to flood over. I think it was like right around 1.30, and the creek's getting ready to go over Ward Road. We need to evacuate people. Through the early morning hours, Tara coordinates getting everyone in Jamestown to higher ground. At that point, we were just trying to keep people safe. People wanted to come over the mudslide, and it was so hard to communicate. Our radios were dying because they were waterlogged. You couldn't, like, yell because the rain was so loud. Nancy Farmer receives a knock on her door from a neighbor. It's time to leave. I got my dogs on their leashes, and when I walked out of my house, it was up to my knees. They put me in a Jeep and took me up to a friend's house on higher land. Within hours, floodwaters will destroy most of Nancy's house. Had I gone back to my house before the flood was over, I probably would have died in it. We are seeing an unprecedented flood across many parts of the state of Colorado. The situation set up here, unfortunately, looks like it's going to continue. So if you had to look at this now and say, OK, this is a 100-year flood, 500-year flood, I mean, is that what we're looking at? Yeah, we're, we're certainly talking 100-year or more type flooding. Throughout Boulder County, hundreds of homes and businesses are flooded and many destroyed. 
First responders are determining which civilians are in greatest need. 911 dispatch is able to geographically pinpoint the worst impact based on where are the calls coming from. Plus, with weather data, they can determine where is the storm sitting, and also the electronic flood monitoring systems are sending in data that says these rivers are rising. Helicopters and trucks are dispatched throughout Boulder County with a special set of instructions. A law was passed in 2006 that says you gotta have a plan to evacuate pets. And I said to the truck drivers and the pilots, hey, we have to take pets, it's a federal law. Anybody got any problem with that? No, sir. The National Guard gets word that one of the places in the most desperate need is tiny Jamestown. We were being relayed information from the sheriff's office that uh, the town of Jamestown is severely impacted. They're completely cut off, and we need to start moving people out or get them to an evacuation point. I just didn't want anybody to forget about us. That was the last phone call I had before the phone lines went down. Please don't forget us. I know we are so small. Just don't forget us. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Lakewood, Colorado. Merle Cordova has trudged through the icy water to reach Stephanie and McKenna Lytic, trapped on the hood of their car during a flooding hailstorm. We didn't really communicate. I mean, 
know, I got to her car. I don't remember saying anything. She kind of just like tossed her kid to me. And her poor kid was just screaming bloody murder, doesn't know what's going on. After depositing McKenna in his truck, Merle is able to rescue Stephanie as well and drive them out of the floodwaters. And he, you know, risked his pretty, pretty truck and himself. Not everybody would do it, because nobody else did. September 13th, 2013. Jamestown Mayor Tara Schettinger has barely slept. Residents have evacuated their homes for higher ground. Tara's close friend and neighbor, Joey Howlett, is missing after a mudslide slams into his house. Jamestown is only 13 miles from Boulder, but with all access roads flooded or blocked, they're trapped. We needed to start talking about what it might look like if we're here for several days. There was no running water in town. We can have people collect all the rainwater. People who have gas stoves could boil that water so that we have drinking water. Some people were preparing food to bring down and share at the elementary school. And then it came across the radio that the first helicopter was coming. As the skies start to clear, helicopters descend on Jamestown and evacuations begin. You remember the TV show MASH. It felt like we were in MASH with these big Chinook helicopters. They were so loud, the force of the winds coming off their prop was so intense. As a Chinook carries Nancy Farmer away, she sees the full scope of what the flood has done to her tiny town. Just to see the destruction was heart-wrenching. Not only my house, but so many other houses were just gone. We had lost all three creek crossings. The town was also cut in half between east and west because of the landslide at Howlett's Gulch. Waiting at the airport for the evacuated is the Boulder Emergency Rescue Team. As part of the Boulder flood response, I was keeping track of how many people and how many pets were being rescued by helicopter. I was literally counting them when they came off the helos. Over the course of five days, Boulder County gets more than 17 inches of rain. More than 2,000 homes are destroyed. And statewide, the floods cause nearly $4 billion of damage. Human beings never expect the worst. They always hope for the best. But Mother Nature gets a vote and sometimes people suffer the impacts, and that's what happened in Colorado in 2013. Despite the challenges, over 3,000 people are rescued and over 1,000 pets. Nine people are killed, including Jamestown's Joey Howlett, whose body is discovered three days after the flood. I do remember the day that they did recover him, and others and myself were able to gather those people that were in the community. And we all went and said some words and said goodbye and just were able to spend a little bit of time, which was really special. As for Merle Cordova, he's just glad he was at the right place at the right time. I did what anybody else would have done. 
That adrenaline, you know, is a wicked drug. It makes you do crazy things that seem heroic or superhuman-ish when you don't even think twice about it, so it's pretty crazy. Merle may not consider himself a hero, but there's one little girl who begs to differ. He's my best hero I ever had. He's an amazing guy. As for Jamestown, it rebuilds over the next few years. The Merck, with new owners, remains in business. And most residents, including Nancy Farmer, stay in the small town they love. I am happy with my new home. It's on much higher ground. <laughs> I can still hear the creek in the summer when I can open my windows. Personally, it showed me what I'm capable of. It gave me a true appreciation for this amazing place I get to call home and the people that I get to call my friends and family in this community. Even more importantly, the compassion that people have, I think that's what it has taught me, is how strong the human spirit is. Coming up, twisters tear through Georgia. You could feel the house shake in the vacuum of the tornado. It was trying to pull the door out. It looked like the rapture. As a father searches for his daughter. I heard her voice saying, it's me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home... Yes, cool! ...or attending one live... You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.
A winter storm in Georgia. It looked like the rapture. Black skies, high winds. The pressure was completely gone from the air. Suddenly turns deadly. You keep hearing this rumbling, and you can feel the house start to shake. And a day of celebration. It was my baby share of my fifth child. Becomes a fight for survival. My dad come running through the house, telling everybody to get down, because he's seen the funnel crowd coming right towards. Albany, Georgia, 180 miles south of Atlanta, has been a thriving small city since the days of riverboats. I love Albany. It's small enough that you know everybody, but then it's not small enough that everybody's always in your business. Debbie Allen lives on the southern outskirts of Albany in the Radium Springs neighborhood. My husband, Steve, bought this property many, many years ago. About four acres of land, 300 pine trees. So when he and I got married in 2011, I moved out here, and to me, it was like paradise on earth. Mid-January 2017. January 2017 was like a regular January in Albany, Georgia. It was warm. I remember Steve working in the yard. He had shorts on. Despite the moderate weather, Albany is just a bit on edge. A few weeks earlier, on January 2nd, the area had been hit by a severe thunderstorm. 85 mile per hour winds caused widespread damage. To describe it, honestly, it looked like Armageddon with the number of trees that we had down. Chris Kohelis is chairman of the Dougherty County Board of Commissioners. When that thunderstorm hit on January 2nd, his family's home in Albany was seriously damaged. It destroyed about a 32 square mile path directly across the heart of the city of Albany, devastating all of our infrastructure, knocking out power to more than 30,000 homes. On Wednesday, January 18th, Chris is in Washington trying to secure emergency relief funds. While on the southern border of Georgia, a dangerous line of storms known as a squall line is forming. I remember sitting in Senator Isaacson's office with some of his staffers. And I pulled up the projections for Albany and Darty County. And I had it explained to me that it was basically a tremendous chance that you were going to have another major weather event. Chris catches a flight back to Georgia in order to prepare his county for a possible crisis. Saturday, January 21st, 55 miles southeast of Albany in the small town of Adel. Jamie Livingston and his family live in the Sunshine Acres Mobile Home Park. That evening, Jamie's 19-year-old daughter, Alexis, is packing to move into her own apartment. Me and my wife were out for the night. We were visiting family in Tifton, Georgia, which was a half hour away from Adel. Alexis was getting her own place. She was happy about it, and she just wanted to pack up and be ready for her move. Alexis is Jamie's oldest child, a soccer player at Johnson University in Florida the pure athlete, field general. She didn't stop for one second. Just after midnight, 
Jamie has a brief text exchange with his daughter before going to sleep. Three hours later, along Georgia Route 122, an EF-1 tornado touches down. By the time it reaches Adel, it strengthens to an EF-3. And in the dead of night, rips through the mobile home park. Early Sunday morning, January 22nd, Jamie gets a call from a friend of his daughter. When I answered the phone, he said, Mr. Jamie, is Alexis there? I'm like, no, why? He goes, she's missing a tornado went through Sunshine Acres. You don't have a trailer anymore. And I told him, please find her. I'm coming. I woke my wife up. We jumped in our car and I was going 100 miles an hour on I-75. That same Sunday morning, just an hour north in Albany, Debbie Allen is monitoring the weather reports. You've got winds veering with height, and with that, we could have some of those, those big thunderstorms that could rotate. Yeah, supercells, and they may spawn some tornadoes. It's gonna be a series of onslaughts, unleashed of showers, storms, again, more of those possible tornadoes. Folks, be ready. But today, despite the threat of severe weather, Debbie and her husband have a more pressing agenda. Football. The Falcons had not been to a playoff game in so many years. And my husband, when he married me, he married football. So we had prepared our whole day. It's at 3.30, we were gonna sit down and watch the playoff games with the Falcons. Down the road from the Allens, 29-year-old Rachel Harris and her family are about to gather for a celebration. It was my baby share for my fifth child. He was my last baby. I wasn't going to have no more. Rachel is three weeks from her due date. Her parents, who live in the Paradise Village trailer park, are hosting a baby shower for her. Me and my husband was contemplating not going to the baby shower because of the storm coming in. But my mom had already paid for everything, the food, the cake, the drinks, everything. And I didn't want all that to go to waste. Due to the tornado warnings, some guests cancel. Still, 19 people are in the trailer and in the yard outside on Sunday afternoon as festivities begin. We started playing games, then we was fixing to sit down to eat. That's pretty much when it got bad. Debbie Allen and her husband, Steve, have finished lunch and are settled in front of their TV. When the football game is interrupted by a storm warning. A confirmed large and destructive tornado was located over Albany. Take cover now. I looked at Steve and I said, that's us. We need to take cover. Now, as much as I love my husband and he is a wonderful man, he is not afraid of weather. And so what does a man do? He goes to the window. He wants to see this tornado that's coming, you know? When that first tree went about 45 degree angle, he went, hmm, I think I'm going to the little safe place too. Debbie and Steve head to the four by eight foot bathroom downstairs, their designated safe room. But then we start hearing the noises. You keep hearing this rumbling and it sounds like a train coming and you can hear it. And the wind picks up and you can feel the house start to shake. 
Down the road at the Paradise Village trailer park, all the guests at Rachel's baby shower start getting storm alerts on their phones. My dad was outside, and he come running through the house, telling everybody to get down. More colorful words, but he was telling everybody to get down. Because he's seen the funnel crowd in the sky coming right towards. A few blocks away, Debbie and Steve are huddled in their tiny downstairs bathroom. Steve's pulling the door, holding it because the vacuum of the tornado was trying to pull the door out. I put my hand on the wall at one point because I could feel the house shake. And I thought, this house is going to fall. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Sunday, January 22nd, 2017. A huge storm system is blanketing South Georgia. These storms are ripping very quickly up to the north and the east around 65 miles per hour. You can't outrun these tornadoes. You need to get to your safe place at the lowest level of your home. By Sunday afternoon, one of those tornadoes is slamming the city of Albany, while another has already ripped through the town of Adel. 60 miles southeast. Adele resident Jamie Livingston and his wife are racing home after getting a call from a friend of their 19-year-old daughter, Alexis. Alexis has been staying at the family's mobile home in the Sunshine Acres trailer park, getting ready to move into her own apartment. Several times I try to call Alexis. No answer. We have a nickname for her. We called her Nails, because she was tough as nails. So me and my wife said, she's going to be fine. She's tough. And I didn't want to believe that she could have been gone. It was just like an eerie feeling when we got to Adel to the trailer park. My trail was gone. It was splintered over a two-mile radius. There were seven trailers affected. Four of them was destroyed, including mine. But Alexis is nowhere to be found. 
weekend continuing to track a couple of tornado warnings. This is in southern Georgia. You're probably already hearing the thunder out there this morning, if not the tornado sirens blaring. By mid-afternoon, a second tornado is slamming Albany, Georgia, with wind speeds up to 150 miles per hour. It looked like the rapture. It was black skies, high winds, just the pressure was completely gone from the air. Doherty County Chairman Chris Kohelis has been living in a hotel with his family since the January 2nd windstorm that damaged his house. He raced back to Georgia from Washington, D.C. a few days earlier and tried to raise the alarm about the dangerous storm that's now arrived. We had a tremendous amount of warning. The Weather Channel, local meteorologists, we amassed teams of law enforcement to go into those communities that didn't have a lot of access to communication. They knocked on doors, made sure people were aware. We told people that were in trailer parks to evacuate. Not everyone did. At the Paradise Village trailer park in Albany's Radium Springs neighborhood, Rachel Harris and her family have piled into her parents' bedroom. My sister pushed me to the ground and got on top of me, and I was worried about my children. I kept yelling out for them, and my husband kept yelling towards me that he has them. There was people around my parents' bed in their bedroom, and there were some people in the kitchen and some in the living room, and they were screaming. Just down the road, Debbie Allen and her husband, Steve, are taking cover in their downstairs bathroom. It feels like your head is going to explode, the pressure on my head. And it's like going up in an airplane. But when you go in an airplane, you can swallow, and it'll go away, and it wouldn't go away. I've got my head buried under pillows. And then it gets louder, and it gets louder. And I remember smelling pine sap and thinking, that's unusual. Why am I smelling like pine sap? The pine sap is the smell of hundreds of trees in their backyard being wrenched, twisted, and torn down. And the tornado is about to burst into their house. So Steve's pulling the door, holding it, trying to keep it closed, because the closer it got, you could hear the sounds more, you could feel the house shake, and then the vacuum of the tornado was trying to pull the door out. Back at the trailer park, Rachel Harris is taking cover with her family. But even with a tornado raging above them, Rachel can't resist taking a peek through the bedroom window. I watched the tornado go past my parents' window. I couldn't see exactly what it was flying, but I could see things flying. Very scary. I thought we all were going to die that day. January 22nd, 2017. A powerful tornado is ripping through a mobile home park in the Radium Springs neighborhood of Albany, Georgia. Rachel Harris and all the guests at her baby shower are packed in the bedroom of her parents' trailer as the twister tears through the park. The trailer was rattling and shaking. I was hearing glass breaking, car alarms went off. It sounded like a train, a very fast-moving train, but it felt like it took hours for it to move past. It didn't feel like 
It didn't feel like it was quick. Finally, the twister roars off. Everyone at the baby shower emerges from the trailer unharmed. Rachel's focus turns to her unborn child. I wasn't feeling my baby move at all. I mean, here I am like three weeks away from my due date and he should be moving and he wasn't moving. I was feeling pains. So at that point, I told my husband, he said, we gotta get up to the convenience store. That's the only way we're gonna be able to get the EMS. The damage makes driving impossible. So Rachel and her husband need to walk half a mile to the store. As we was walking, there was trees down, there was trailers wrapped around telephone poles and trees upside down and sideways. It looked like a war zone, to be honest. All I could do was cry. In the same neighborhood, Debbie and Steve Allen are holding each other in their downstairs bathroom as the twister moves away. He said, I'm going to go out first. And so he came back in. He says, OK, I don't want you to get alarmed. He said, but we don't have a roof. And I, and I, what do you mean? We don't, we don't have a roof. So when we opened up the door, I immediately looked up, because we have a two-story house, and it was just blue sky. Once they get outside, the extent of the devastation becomes even clearer. Steve immediately went out to survey the property. And the first thing he noticed is every tree, we had 300 pine trees, every tree was down. You can see the size of these trees that are down. We had a Winnebago camper, and it literally had flipped straight up and down onto the roof. I uh, had a greenhouse out back, and it was gone. It just was almost surreal to go out and look, and there's nothing noticeable. Eight miles northwest of Radium Springs, Chris Kohelis and his family are safe after the tornado dissipates. As a county official, Chris wants to document the devastation so that his community gets the emergency aid they'll need. We had a finite period of time to capture those images. And I felt like people needed to know. And the best way to communicate that was simply to record it. I kissed my family goodbye and immediately drove to where I knew the damage had been sustained. I mean, it's just unreal. I mean, good Lord. What do you say to that? I then arrived in Radium Springs, and it was astonishing to see what you saw. It looked like a zombie apocalypse. This is one of the worst areas cut across. See the debris that was shot hundreds of yards across and into this field. There, I mean, there were homes there. They don't exist anymore. You had people that were just walking out of this devastation that looked completely hopeless and scared and afraid. The tornado outbreak of January 2017 is the largest on record in Georgia, with 41 tornadoes confirmed in the state. The long track tornado that strikes Albany travels over 70 miles through four counties. 16 people are killed. Among those are seven at the Sunshine Acres Mobile Home Park in Adel. When Jamie Livingston and his wife arrived at Sunshine Acres and saw the extent of the destruction, their hopes were dashed 
that their 19-year-old daughter Alexis would be found alive. When we got to the mortuary, I heard her voice saying, Dad, it's me. Just identify me and have some peace. All I saw was the earring, and she was wearing my grandmother's earring. So I knew it was her. In memory of Alexis, Jamie Livingston starts an online petition to require storm shelters in trailer parks throughout Georgia. We're meeting with anybody that will listen, try to get it on the docket and push forward, because you save one life, you save what I went through, grief, heartache, missing the person. I wish somebody did before my daughter and the six other people passed at Sunshine Acres that day. She'd be fighting right next to me for it to happen. And that keeps me going. It gives me faith that change will come. Two weeks after the tornado outbreak, Rachel Harris gives birth to a healthy baby boy named Dale. I thank God more that I am still here, still alive, with my children, my husband, my family. I feel more blessed than I used to. Debbie Allen and her husband Steve choose not to rebuild after the twister destroys their home. They buy another house in Albany, also on four acres, that they could fix up together. After going through the tornado, I think Steve and I have grown closer. I think we have learned that there is nothing that we can't do together. You know, the tornado has helped us see that there's just too much life out there. There's a lot we have done, but there's a lot we still want to do. Life is a blessing. We were given another shot at it, and we just need to take advantage of every day we have left. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.